When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from The Naked Scientists with me, Hannah Critchlow. This week we shine some light on plants to illuminate a question that Gerald from Chatteris got in touch with. Chatteris has just replaced all their old streetlights. They also removed 10% of them. The new lights are on taller posts, casting white light further than the old amber lighting. The lights have been so bright that my tulips grew leaning over to the new lamp at the front of a neighbour's garden. It took several days of bright sun for them to stand erect. So how do streetlights affect plant growth? I'm Alex Summers. I'm the Glasshouse Supervisor at Cambridge University Botanic Gardens. Plants require light to photosynthesise and they require it at two parts of the light spectrum. They require it at between 400 and 450 and 650 and 700. Whereas from my understanding, a high-pressure sodium lamp works between 570 and 650. So in reality, the light spectrum put out by a high-pressure sodium lamp is probably unlikely to massively affect plant growth. LED lamps, which are becoming increasingly common in lots of lighted equipment, which we can't use at all in plant growth uh, because they don't put out uh, the right spectrum of light. So streetlights don't emit the correct wavelength of light in nanometers to boost photosynthesis in plants by much. In which case, what's causing Gerald's tulips to change their direction? I would probably say what Gerald is seeing is the tulips tracking the sun. So as we come more into summer and the sun becomes higher in the sky, it's more likely, and this is my opinion, that what you're seeing is the tulips tracking from late winter and spring with the sun being lower in the sky to the sun moving to a higher point within the sky as spring turns more towards summer. But are there other ways that streetlights can affect nature? I'm Richard Jones and I work in the RSPB's Wildlife Inquiries Department. Probably the most obvious is the, uh, the sound of birds singing in the middle of the night, particularly robins. Birds generally sing in low light levels at, at dawn and dusk and uh, it's thought that the artificial light can actually mimic those low light levels found in the early hours and triggers the birds to sing uh, in the middle of the night. Another relatively common sight is bats feeding on insects around street lights. Uh, the insects are attracted to the, uh, to the lights and the bats come along and, and, and feed on them. And are the new style street lights impacting nature in a different way? Uh, there's currently very little evidence that street lights having a significant negative impact on our wildlife. However, I have read recently that scientists are concerned that moths are more strongly attracted by brighter white light uh, that has replaced the traditional orange glow from, the, from our street lights. Then thought that the, these insects are becoming exhausted because they're spending longer periods flying around the lights rather than mating or searching for food. Uh, and it can make them more vulnerable to predators too. Well, with that topic illuminated, we stick with nature and cast our eyes to the skyline to try to answer a question that Eugenie Podolsky wrote in with. So I'm just wondering, how high could a mountain on Earth be? The Olympus volcano on Mars is about 20 kilometres high. But could a peak on Earth ever reach this height? And if not, 
Why? So how do mountains form and what's to stop them reaching even further into the sky? Send us your thoughts to studio at thenakedscientists.com. You can tweet at Naked Scientists, you can write on our Facebook page or you can join in the live debate on our forum which is at nakedscientists.com slash forum. The Naked Scientist's Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega.